Hello, Mama. So excited to be here with you. I got to find some new ways to sign on. I just always say the same thing, <laughs> but I really am excited. Hope you're having an amazing day. It's um, Southern California has been like flip-flopping from really hot to well, really cold for us, not like really cold for the rest of the country um, or world, but really cold for us. So it's this week, last week was cold, this week is hot. So I'm excited to play in the water again and the sun is shining and it feels amazing. So I'm happy over here. And today we're going to continue our series on mom guilt, which I know is such a hot topic for so many of us. And that's because it's reality. You know, there's some things that are, you know, the culture just makes popular. And, um, I mean, really, I think mom guilt is a result of culture, um, and the different influences that have led us to this place, but it's so real. It's not like this, uh, this notion that just was made up. I think it's emphasized, but, uh, I think it is so prevalent. So I'm really excited to dive into it more. And each week I'm taking, um, what, uh, a response that someone posted in the Facebook group. Um, when you join the Facebook group, there's three questions they ask you. And one of them is one of your biggest struggles right now. And, um, I had so many responses in a row that related to some form of mom guilt. And so I'm kind of taking some of those and uh, doing some episodes off of them because I know there's so many of you that can relate. So, um, speaking of that, if you haven't gotten to the Facebook group, make sure you pop in. You can find it at bit.ly bit.ly slash morning mama Facebook group. Or if you go into Facebook, um, you can search morning mama. And then there's a few other words like Christian mental health. Uh, I can't remember the whole name now, <laughs> but you'll find it. You'll see my picture there. Um, and yeah, I'd love to have you there and get to hear your story and get to hear how, where you're struggling. And maybe uh, you'll inspire an episode with your response. And um, if you're already in the Facebook group, please feel free to just post a separate post about the, the kind of mom guilt you're struggling with or questions that you have. And we can dive more into it because I know we're all in this together. So let's fight this off together. And I'm really excited. And, you know, in the off weeks, we're doing a series on discipline and we're kind of alternating to make it a little lighter because discipline can feel like a heavy topic, both for me and you. Like we're talking about mom guilt is so much more fun and easy. <laughs> so it's been great. I'm also wrapping up the last week of our academy, the Morning Mama Academy. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's the end. It's a 12 week program and we're there and it just blows my mind. And it's been so so incredible to watch God move and to see these women just fighting for truth and for healing. And it's been truly incredible and such an honor to get to walk with them through this. So um, I'll be announcing more details soon about that. I know I keep saying that I need to land on a specific date for our next round. It will be um, either in the summer or the fall. So if you want to get on the wait list for that, make sure you email me. There's already a wait list going. So um, I'm excited to see how many people jump in this round. Um, but you can email me at support at morningmama.co, support at morningmama.co, and you can hop on the wait list. And yeah, it's 12 weeks of content. There's so many videos, so many worksheets. It's a lot of work, but it's so worth it. And I'm, I kind of push you hard because I want you to leave these 12 weeks changed forever. And so we go hard, um, but then we get to celebrate at the end. So we're in celebration mode now and it's just amazing. Um, and yeah, you get coaching along with it, group coaching, which is super impactful and 
I'm excited. I'll, I'll unpack more details for you soon. If you have specific questions, pop into the Facebook group or email me and then yeah, get on that wait list. It's going to be amazing. All right. Well, bef- uh, without more talking, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Well, we are diving into another topic on mom guilt. And again, the premise uh, for this episode is someone from the Facebook group. And this is what she said. This is part of what she said. She said, feeling alone, judged, and selfish all at once. Hmm, Anyone else relate to that? Feeling alone, judged, and selfish all at once. You just can't win. You just can't win. And I think that uh, can be such an easy place to get to as a mom to feel like you just can't win. You can never do it well enough. You can never work hard enough. Um, If you work too hard, it means you have poor boundaries. If you don't work hard enough, it means that you are not, you're you're selfish, right? Like just there's no winning. And we're going to dive more into that. But gosh, I know there are so many of you that feel all of those things and probably a hundred more. And it's just so real. The lies that seep into our motherhood and they steal our joy and they make motherhood feel uh, like a huge burden, which it is a burden to carry. But just like God says, our, our, the yoke he gives us is light and the burden is easy. And so it's supposed to be a burden, but not one that is overwhelming and and tries to cripple us. And that's what motherhood does right now for many of us, because we let these lies feed into what we're doing. And it takes all of, yeah, that joy and it puts more weight and it makes it confusing and isolating. And gosh, the list goes on. So I want to unpack a few of these lies today, and then we're going to break down um, each individual lie within this, um, the alone, judged, and selfish. There's just so much to say about this. I could probably talk for hours on this. But if you look at these lies, like if you just, you know, take yourself out of your own uh, motherhood, your own mind for a moment, and you just look and give empathy towards this person that said this. Like, what do you feel as you put yourself in their shoes? Like, just thinking of what they said. For many of you, you're probably like, I am already in her shoes. <laughs> but I imagine if you're in your own shoes feeling this, it also feels confusing. It feels like, you know, like there's a lot of negative thoughts towards yourself in it. But if you take take a step away for a minute and you imagine someone else saying this, like, I wonder what you would say to encourage them. I wonder how you would view what they're saying. Because I imagine that if you stepped away for a minute and you heard someone else saying this, you could much more easily spot those lies and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you feeling like this? That is not true. Even if yourself, even if you felt those exact same feelings in your own motherhood, you so easily could take a step away and think about her and be like, whoa, that is not true of you at all. So I want you to do that for a minute because it's going to help shed some light on your own situation. 
Because think if a friend said that to you, what would you say to them? How would you encourage them? What would that look like? And you can imagine what they're feeling. Like it's so overwhelming, right? Not only is she trying to mother, which alone, even without any lies going on, is a lot of work. We know this. A lot of energy, a lot of focus. Woo, it's a task. And then if you keep on some lies and heaviness and weight and confusion, all of these things, it just gets that much heavier. It just gets that much more awful. So I just feel for what she's feeling. And even if you look at this, there's just so many contradictions in this. Like we were saying, you just can't win. Like I imagine some of the things she's feeling are, um, she might say something like, I feel like I'm pouring everything out and yet I still feel selfish. Does anyone relate to that? You feel like you're pouring everything, every ounce you have out and yet you still feel selfish. You feel like you have never have alone time like never do you get to be alone. So you're constantly surrounded by someone, whether it's little humans or whoever, but yet you never have that alone time. I imagine she might also say, I feel like I'm giving my life to my child. I feel like I'm doing everything in my power and capacity and everything for them. And yet I feel judged. I feel like people just look on me and think about all the bad things that I'm doing and where I'm failing. This is something we can easily fall into if we're not careful, like fall into this pit of nastiness of never being able to win, never being good enough, never succeeding, like just sitting in this muck. And I know so many of you feel this exact same way. This is not what God has for you. This is what the enemy is trying to get you to. This is the place the enemy wants you to be in. So we're going to unpack these and I hope that this, some of this sets you free today. Whether you feel this or something similar, the enemy wants to steal our joy in in, in this season of motherhood that is supposed to be full of joy. Now, just because it's full of joy doesn't mean it's not going to be hard. Doesn't mean it's not going to require perseverance and sacrifice, right? Anything that we do that's worth it is going to require perseverance and sacrifice. But that doesn't mean it has to feel like a heavy boulder we're carrying around. It doesn't mean it has to be joyless. So, I don't want to sugarcoat motherhood and say, oh my goodness, if you just do it right and you believe all the right things, it'll be a a cakewalk. No, 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 no. It's hard. It's going to be hard. There's no getting around that. This This is a huge task we are called to and our calling always has those hard parts to it. Always has uh, the muscles that God's trying to grow in us, this inner strength. And so that is not leaving, but there's a big difference between growing that inner strength and working through those hard things and just feeling defeated all the time and feeling alone and feeling worthless and just being caught in these lies. And that's actually not building up strength in you. That's just making you miserable. And so we want to get to the place where we can see the hard things and see them through this lens of truth, bring them to the light so that we can use them to actually create that inner strength in us and not waste all of this hard stuff. I mean, we have to go through this hard stuff anyways. We might as well be using it for some good. And God does promise to always turn things for good. And so we can trust him with that. But we could take this season and we can wait years and years for him to turn it to good. Or in the middle of it, in the middle of the hard stuff, he can be turning it for good right now. But we've got to begin seeing it that way. I love that she already did this first step. We have to first 
name the lies. First, name what's going on inside of us. And if you've walked with me through the restoration theory, you can use your pain cycle for this. This can be helpful for this to know what's the root going on here. What are your core wounds that are coming up as you parent and how are those playing out? So it's super helpful. I encourage any of you that haven't gone back to episodes 15 through 20, go and walk through that. It's a super powerful theory that I used to use as a therapist. I now use as a coach. We use it in the academy. It's life-changing. So use that. But we're going to talk today in a way that we don't have to do that. If you haven't walked through that, you don't have to um, have that on hand. It just will be helpful to really get to the core of things. But we can just talk generally. Like, what are you feeling? What what are the the voices saying? What are the feelings that you have that you're walking in every day? And begin to name those. Now, as you name them, you probably might not at first recognize that they're lies. Maybe as you write down them on, on paper, you might be like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. I believe that. Okay. And so you can kind of begin to see that they're lies. But a lot of times we're not even going to realize they're lies as we write them down. Like this person that submitted these thoughts, they probably don't know that they're lies. This is just what they're experiencing. And they're saying, this is what I'm struggling with. And they might not fully know that they're lies. And so it's okay, wherever you're beginning, just write down what you're feeling. Name those things that are going on inside of you. Is it like her, selfish, judged, alone? Is it worthless? Is it never good enough? Is it lazy? Is it, um, you know, there's a million different things you might be feeling. Put them on paper. And, and I hope you start this process right now with me, but this is also something that you might have to do um, throughout the week. You might have to just start being more aware um, as you're going through your week and you're with your kids and you start to feel something and you're like, whoa, okay, something's happening. There's a lie coming up here. I'm feeling confused or I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling not good enough. And, and just begin to put down on paper what that is that's going on. What lie is feeding into that? What are you feeling? What is going on? And so you can kind of add on to this throughout the week as you begin to recognize where this is showing up in your motherhood. But this first step is so important because otherwise we're just swimming, like I said before, in this muck and there's no clarity and there's no um, lines. It's just like this pool of discomfort and misery and um, overwhelmed and not good enough. And it's like there's no language to describe it. There's no um, certainty about what's happening. And so it just causes more angst and more pain and um, more confusion. And so this process of just naming it can be so helpful to begin to get out of it because even as you it comes up again and you can name it as it comes up, that's going to give you just some certainty of like, whoa, okay, this is what's happening. I can, I can put language to it. And even that, you're taking some of the power back from it. Maybe you feel like you're failing your kids. Maybe you feel stuck or hopeless. There's so many different things that might be coming up for you. Okay, so first I want you to write down those things that you're feeling. And then the next step, and I want you to do this process with me, write down why you feel that way. And we have to do this step to understand better is what is feeding that lie. Because there's something in your environment that's feeding that lie. It might be the things you watch. It might be the things you scroll through. It might be the voices from your parents or from friends. It might be um, the wounds inside of you that are, are, are feeding back into this. I'm sure that's at least part of it. But we, we've got to kind of break down why so that we know how to move forward. We know how to try and separate ourselves. 
And as you unpack that, you're going to begin to see that there's there's bound to be some kind of unrealistic thinking in why you see yourself that way or why you feel that way. And as you begin to unpack the why, you're going to begin to see that. And you're going to be like, oh, wow, I didn't know that was fueling it. I actually don't really believe in that core thought that's fueling this lie. But it it came to the lie and it started to, to make me believe it. And we're going to get into some tangible examples so you can understand more about how to walk this out. But just start with yours. What is your why? So let's start with the first one. So maybe, for example, you are feeling like you are selfish, okay? So that's what you're feeling. So why are you feeling selfish? Because you're excited when your kids go to bed? Are you feeling selfish because you work? Are you feeling selfish because you don't love every single second of motherhood? Maybe you're feeling selfish because you don't do crafts with your kids? Whatever it is, and I hope that you, as you hear that, like, you can start to recognize some of that unrealistic expectations in that. Every single one that I just walked through, we're going to unpack it further, but those are not based in something that should create a feeling of guilt in you. And again, we're going to walk that out. But whatever it is, we have to then take those things, your why, and bring that to the light. So this is the third step. So write down what you're feeling, then write down why you're feeling that way, what is underneath it, what's fueling it, and then bring it to the light. We're going to figure out what a realistic standard is because that's what so much of these lies is based on. And again, is that unrealistic standard. And so as we, so the, the third question would be, where did you get that standard? And is it based on God's word? If not, what is it based on? So where did you get that standard? Is it based on God's word? And what is it based on if it's not God's word? And I want you to answer that. So those are the three questions I want you to answer. We're going to unpack these, but I want you to do this your own work too, because I can tell you all day the truth, but until you can receive it for yourself and believe it for yourself, you're just going to toss it aside and be like, well, or maybe it'll make you feel good for a minute, but then you go back into that and you're just believing the old lies and you forget what I said because you never truly ingested it. You never truly made it your own. And so I hope that you can go and do this on your own and then maybe come back and hear what else I have to say to kind of add fuel to the fire. If you feel like you have no idea even how to approach it, then listen to the rest, but just make sure you do your own work so that you can really step into believing this and not just hearing it, okay? All right, so let's unpack these one at a time. So if you're feeling selfish because you're excited when your kids go to bed, this is what I have to say. You are allowed to love time away from your kids. Let me say that again. You are allowed to love, love when you have time away from your kids. Actually, in fact, it's healthy and it's good. And I really believe it's unhealthy if you don't love time away from your kids. I'm not saying it's wrong to miss them at times. I'm not saying, uh, you know, that you have to every time you're away from them, just celebrate when you're at work and you're like, oh, I'm so glad I'm away from them. No. Um, I mean, maybe there's days like that and that's okay too. But I'm just saying generally, like if you feel like you only are content when you're with your kids, if you feel like you shouldn't ever be away from them and you feel guilty anytime you're away, that's unhealthy. That's some stuff actually you need 
need to go and dig up and figure out the root of it because I don't believe that's God's word. I mean, just for a very specific, tangible thing that God says, God tells us to prioritize our marriage above our kids. And so if we're feeling guilty for being away from our kids so that we can be on a date with our husbands or um, spending time with him away from the kids, then that's going against God's word. And so if you have some of those uh, errors of thinking where you just uh, feel like that is what you're supposed to do is just only ever want to be with your kids and that's what means that's what it means to be a good mom. No, actually not. And I'll, I think that's an unhealthy mom. And I'm, I'm not here to try and cause shame to you if that's you. I'm saying, hey, whoa, don't let this be your standard. That's actually something you should go and work on and, and be aware of and go, go do some work in the Bible. Go do some coaching or counseling and try and get to the root of that and what's, what's leading you to that place because I don't believe it's biblical. Okay, so it's okay to be excited when your kids go to bed. You just worked it's you just worked all day with them or another job, but you know, they are part of the equation and th- that's like to have that free time to get to be your own person and not just a mother. Like that's good. There's going to be a day that comes when your kids are not in the house anymore. And so you need to to keep your own identity apart from them established, right? First and foremost, you're a child of God. And, and, and part of that is being a mother, but that's, it's separate. And so you have to make sure you have that identity separate from them so that when they leave the house too, you're not just feeling alone and like your purpose is over. <laughs> and there's, you know, there's so many roots of unhealth to those thoughts. But okay, I think I said enough about that. Just know it's okay to feel excited when your kids go to bed. Okay, so another one that might be feeding that lie of selfishness is maybe you work. And we are going to do a whole episode on this because I think this is such a big one that gets brought up so often in motherhood. But in short, no, that does not mean you're selfish. Whether you're doing it to provide, you know, if you're doing it to provide for your family, then and to help them thrive and um, be healthy financially, then that's the opposite of selfishness. That's sacrificing yourself for your family. So don't don't let any kind of weird lie seep into that because it's clear you're sacrificing for your family. You're showing up for your family so that they can be provided for. Okay. Now, if you're doing it, if you're working because of your calling, because of what God has led you to, and it's not because of finances, maybe you'd be okay if you didn't work, but you're doing it because of your calling, um, then actually this is not selfish either. In fact, remember, we're children of God first, so we must answer his call. And one of the things too to keep in mind is that when our kids watch us walk out our calling, that is one of the best things that we can give to them as parents. They need to see us be faithful to God's calling. They need to see us walk that out. And their calling is actually attached to our calling. So as they see us walk out our calling, their calling in different ways is going to be ignited and God's going to reveal things as they watch us walk out their calling. Okay. And even think about them when they become parents someday and God's calling them to a specific task. Do you want your daughters to feel, or or sons, to feel guilty for working, for for answering God's call, for fulfilling the gifts inside of them that that he's calling them to bring into the world? Do you want them to feel guilty, or do you want them to say yes to God and be obedient to God's call? So I, there's no reason that you're selfish because of that. You're either providing for your family or you're answering God's call. You're being obedient to him. Okay. Okay. Well, again, we'll unpack that one more another day. 
Okay, mama, this conversation is so good. I just want to continue it further. We need some more space to dive into this because the lies of motherhood are so pervasive. We've got to dig in. we got to dig them up and get rid of them for good. So we're going to continue this conversation in the next episode. And let me pray for you until then. God, I just thank you for what you're doing. God, I thank you for revealing the lies that we've been believing for so long. God, I thank you for uh, even in this moment, God, just bringing clarity and putting light on these dark areas that have just made us feel like we're in the muck and we're just stuck and we can't see past the fog, God. But I just pray you would clear the fog. You would clear the muck. You would pull us out of the pit, Lord, all of the analogies, God, and you would set our feet upon a rock, God, and that you would just help us to see clearly what you say, what your word says, and we wouldn't be derailed by uh, any other thoughts, God, any other opinions, Lord, just your opinion. And so we love you and we thank you for the work that you're doing, God. We just wait upon you for more freedom and more clarity and more truth, God, to stand firm on. You're so, so good. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Oh,